As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hello? Hello? Is this thing on? <laughs> Is there anybody there? Marla! Marla! Don't forget to water my tomatoes in the yard. Why? <laughs> I was just testing the microphone. I was just seeing if it worked. <laughs> well, you don't like my old man voice? No, that's fine. That's fine. Get us in with that. That's good. We've got the, the theme going and everything. Welcome to Shoe the No, episode number 70. I was 70 once a long time ago. Nice. That worked really well. How was how like that? that? I think that was good. I'm still working out my I'm still working out my old man voice. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, welcome. And uh, you are joining us uh, live in the, the, Yacht, the Club. Yacht Club, which is but, from Disney. But, but it's the Yacht Club lobby loft in an alcove by the elevators on level two. So, yeah, there might be a little bit of traffic. You're going to hear right? people in the background. People will be kind of in and out. You'll hear some milling in the background. But we wanted to take kind of our regular time, uh, Fridays at noon central, to kind of pop in and see everybody you, and say hi. You never know who is going to come by. Like Mm-mm. Right now we have a random guest with us. We're going to introduce you yeah. in just a moment. Yeah. Um, his buddy is actually sleeping yeah, just a about little bit away. five everybody feet be quiet. away yeah. in so a comfortable want, lounge chair. You don't want to wake him. Tenderly. Yeah, tenderly, <laughs> yeah. softly and tenderly. And you're hearing he Ryan's voice. Ryan is our new friend that we just like literally ran into. Yeah, we said, hey, we're doing a podcast. You want to be on the podcast? Ryan said. that's what we do on Chew the Dough. Yeah, I mean, it's an honor to be here. I can <laughs> barely <laughs> describe how I feel at this moment to be here. That's and amazing. I just thank you from the bottom of my heart. Oh, yeah, so exciting. Well, you know, when we contacted you a few months ago yeah. oh, and yes. uh, asked you to be on the show. we, we knew like there to plan. Be, yeah, when we planned this so far ahead of time. Um, we knew that it was going to be a really great show, you know, having you on. So we're, we're really glad you're here. Uh, so, let's catch up on, like, all the Disney stuff. Like, what we've been doing at the conference, all that kind of stuff. Also, if you're listening now, um, you're usually on Fridays, you're hearing pop culture stuff. And we are going to talk a little bit of pop culture. We are going to talk a little bit of pop doing culture. Doing Sift Pop on Fridays. Uh, but because we're at the conference, there's a lot of stuff happening. Number one, we did not get to see a movie this week. Correct. Correct. So, we did not go, get to go screen a movie. So that was number one. And I should say, for those who are tuned into uh, my YouTube channel, the movie reviews, all that kind of stuff, uh, I will be down for a couple weeks. There'll be a couple little videos up on the weekend uh, for the news channel uh, that I work for. But um, when I get back, I will get all. I will catch up on all those movie reviews. So your we'll feed pop- will be filled. It will with be like movie a movie such. review every day for a couple weeks, probably catching up on all the stuff. Uh, so I will be doing that. Also, if you'd let us know in the chat how it sounds, make sure the microphone's working well, that you can hear us, uh, that you know the hubbub in the background isn't too much. 
um, if you can kind of give us a thumbs up on that so we can adjust anything if we need to. But go ahead, Danae, talk a little bit about what we've been doing the last couple of days. Well, we're live in Orlando this week because we are at a huge Christian radio conference. This is when people just converge from all over the world. There's actually people here from Australia and all sorts of places. Lots of people who love radio, lots of people who love Jesus. And incredible artists are walking around and then organizations that come in and uh, they will put up like little booths and you can learn about things like well, Teen Challenge and there's Project Christmas. Uh, is it Christmas Box? Operation Christmas, Christmas Child. Child. Yeah, Operation Christmas Child. Couldn't be the last word. Uh, Christian FM. I love that you looked to Ryan on that and not me. That means like a he's lot all, to me. He's I'm, all of a sudden like your co-host. Like I'm just well, chopped yeah. liver over here. I'm sorry, Aaron. I'll just I have over here, Ryan. You let me know when I'm walking back on my own show. I think you're doing great, sir. So there's just an incredible group, the hundreds and hundreds of people here, and we're all like, for example, we'll get into one huge gigantic ballroom and you know sit around tables and we'll listen to incredible speakers and we'll listen to live music. But it's just really cool to be in a room full of people who are passionate about what they do and all feel like we have a purpose. And so it's been a pretty, it's been a pretty incredible time. It is a little bit exhausting. It's a lot exhausting. And yesterday... I went to bed last night with a death headache. Aaron thought he was going to die. I really did. If not, well, I was one of those things, have you ever, like, your head just hurts so bad or anything hurts so bad, you're like, either end this headache or end me. Like, I'm, you know, I'm either ready to be done and in heaven... Or I'm ready for this headache to be over. That's like it what was happened. one of those last night. He was he was totally out and I hadn't seen him like that before, so I was a little alarmed. In fact, at one point in time I'm like, Okay, if he passes out, how am I gonna haul this guy up to his <laughs> hotel room? I was thinking I would get a luggage cart. And I would roll you into the oh, luggage cart, man. and then I would wheel you I into the elevator. I imagine there are many people that have that thought, but for very different reasons. What? I'm very different. I, I, I know not what I speak. How to put somebody into a luggage cart? <laughs> no, having to haul somebody up to their hotel oh. room after they've passed out. Yeah, I was really worried about you. I, I was. I, you should have been. I didn't. I didn't think that you were going to make it today. No, I, I got some Advil in me, and I was. I finally got to sleep last night, and the pain did finally subside. So. But I think, I think part of it for me is just being on all the time. Like, there's so many people you don't know that you want to network with, that you want to meet, and you want to get to know what they do. And so I'm an introvert, so I have to press that button to be an extrovert, and so it just it drains me. And the button was on all day. It was. There wasn't really any relief. Yeah. We were. I mean, it's awesome to see people and have all these conversations. And for me, I'm an extrovert, and I, uh, for the most part, I mean, I do have, like, introvert Tendencies. Tendencies. Mm-hmm. Sure. But for the most part, I'm an extrovert. I love conversation. I love talking to people. I love saying hi. I love hugging You're random people. You're a little people. biverted. I'm biverted. Mm-hmm. And um, that sounds really strange. <laughs> so I get energy throughout the day, but Aaron, like, it was, like, draining throughout the day. Yeah. And it was really hard. But anyhow. Caleb so- understands. He says that I was waiting for the sweet release that only death can bring. That yeah. Was, that's thank what, you. Thank you, Spartan Knight. That's what's, H2, that. it's okay that you're late. We're just glad you're here, because <laughs> Try Hard was 10 minutes early, so you, guys balance, each other you out. guys balance each other out. So Any um, good stories so far that you want to tell on the podcast official here? We've popped in with a couple other things. The interview with Andrew Peterson and uh, Jordan Feliz was one of my favorite things we've done this week. Well, And that's in our showreel, by the way, on uh, Yeah, Mixler, that's not on our, that that's not in the podcast feed yet. In fact, we probably should also apologize. We haven't updated our podcast feed for, so we're live now, and then, of course, it's always available later in your podcast feed, but... Uh, we didn't have a chance just yet to get Tuesday's show up, but please listen to the... Is that Cinderella that just ran by? Cinderella just walked by. Aww. We just saw the princess walk by. Amazing. That was amazing. Um, but I did want to say, I think I have two stories. One, I did get to apologize to Andrew Peterson for hacking a lung during his set. His intimate little his guitar private set. set <laughs> at his Centricity event concert. He's, if you guys didn't know about this lemonade. already, we were periscoping at the time if you were watching and he was just talking about his music and he was talking about these deep stories. I took a gulp of lemonade and it went down into my lung and it was not like the normal like <laughs> and it was over. Oh, no. It was like I it was a bad one. My mother was watching the Periscope. She's like, oh, my goodness, are you choking? Aaron, quick, hit her on the back. Like, people were concerned. Um, so then we had an interview with Andrew Peterson, and um, I brought it up. And he said, oh, that was you? And, of course, he remembered. So now that's the thing. But I did get to apologize to him. So that was, that's one of the things that good, happened. Good, good. What else? The other is I have a really beloved mentor in the industry. Her name is Sally Barton. She's incredible. And um, 
when we got into the big main room, they had uh, snapbacks on the table for everybody. And so I immediately put my hat on. It's got that big, wide brim, right? Right. Yeah. Flat bill. And I have it off to the side. Like, I've got the flat bill going off to the left. And when I see her, I give her a huge hug on the side. And I smack her in the head with the bill of the cap so hard. I could hear her, like, head clunk in my head because it, like, <laughs> reverberated through the cap. And I felt so bad. And it kind of knocked her silly. And I was like, oh, my goodness, Sally, this is an important person in the industry. Oh, Sally, it's so good. Bonk. <laughs> so I am a mess, y'all. Good. I am a mess. Good. No. Any stories from you, Aaron? You're what's called human. I don't. I think my headache must have erased them all. You know, for me, it's like all the, all the amazing uh, music that's in one place. Right, so like a new uh, an artist will get up and do like two or three songs, and then another artist will get up and do two or three songs, and I'm just blown away by how good these people are. Oh, like, today, stars go dim today. Oh was my goodness, phenomenal. I wish that. <sighs> and we've been periscoping all of them, by the way. The, his set, stars go dim. I guess their set. Mm-hmm. I had chills over and over and over again. Like I was like, okay, I can't keep getting like moved in the spirit here. Like, and then he went into this song where we're all like singing together, and it was like it was just a beautiful moment. It was you know like an old hymn. We all know the words, and it's just a little twist on it. And so we're all there, and like we just kind of wanted to go into like this long worship set, and then we got to go back to learning stuff now. (laughs) You know, more singing. Learning stuff's good too, but it's just amazing to see, um, see them be just right in front of you and the skill that it takes to do what they're doing. Caleb's been watching. Jason Gray was his favorite. Yeah. So, Humberto says we should grab a random person and interview them. Well, funny you should mention that, Humberto. That's exactly what we did. We already did that. Say hello to Ryan. Ryan is here with us. He's actually hanging out on the show as our third today. He was sitting here with his buddy who's sleeping just about 10 feet from us. Still sleeping, even though we're talking about him. still sleeping. Um, so, so yeah, so we've got Ryan that we're going to talk to here in just a little bit. Be ready to shoe a dough? I am ready to shoe a dough. All Let's right. do it. Let's shoe the dough. Um, so we'll start with Ryan. Ryan has a question already. Yeah, Ryan, what's your question? What is shoe the dough, Ryan? What is uh, shoe the dough? <laughs> I saw it in his eyes. He's like, we're doing a what? Now, can, can you figure it out when we say, are you ready to shoe a dough? Yeah, let's shoe a dough. Shoe a dough. Like, I know I should know. It feels like you it's should It's a spoonerism. Know. Do you know what spoonerism is? The Reverend R.A. Spooner, <laughs> formerly of uh-huh. the British Empire Correct. in the 19th century. That's right. Whoa! Look at that knowledge. So what I'm is a spoonerism? What, did he, what was he known for? I believe that he would at times take letters from various words and rearrange them. Yes. Wow. Yes, that is correct. Such as, it is customary to cuss the bride. Right, yes. Is exactly. that correct? Yeah, something okay. like that. So, so shoe the dough, dough might mean... Do a show! Do yeah. the show! See, you got there! I see what you did there. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, so that's where Shoe the Dough comes so from. So tell us about yourself, because we literally just met yes. you. We don't well, even barely know you, man. I consider you a dear friend. Uh, <laughs> for the past 20 minutes, this has been one of the deepest friendships that I've, I've had <laughs> nice, in some good. time. So thank you so much. Good. But I actually work with uh, Northwestern Media out of Minneapolis, St. Paul, at our station there in the Twin Cities. Okay. And I do a show on the Faith Radio Network out of Minneapolis, St. Paul. Is that called, KTIS? That's entirely correct. KTIS. Yes, KTIS. Yeah. It yep. was started by Billy Graham mm-hmm. back in the day. Uh, and I'm here representing Teen Challenge, uh, which is just a, a tremendous ministry of recovery. Yeah. It's all about helping people recover from addictions, whether that's alcohol or drugs or the lifestyle choices that come from an addiction like that that takes over your life. And so right. there are over 250 Teen Challenge uh, centers all across the United States, the local organization, and we're here representing them and also talking about the different types of ways to get the word out because it's such an epidemic issue these days, the issue of addiction. So that's what we're all about. We're just trying to bring hope. Uh, through healing, and we know that that healing, you know, there are certainly medical ways. There's the 12-step program, and that's very important. But faith, when it's an essential part of that, is transformative. I, yeah, I, and I love the fact that you're focused on the like the early addictions too, because yeah. that's where a lot of the uh, a lot of addiction can start in those formative years or whatever. So absolutely, so absolutely, cool. and it's it's an outreach to to teens. Of course, the name says teen and. But it's adults as well. I mean, it's it's across all age ranges. It's people you wouldn't expect 
Uh, yeah. When people come up with an image of someone they think maybe is addicted to drugs, well, it's usually not that person. And there's yeah. usually very few, very few people who don't know someone who's struggling with addiction. So right. it's, uh, it's a timely thing. And we're just blessed to be here. Blessed to be here with you guys. Okay, so you mentioned KTIS. And yes, you mentioned sir. Teen Challenge. Yes, sir. So you work for the radio station? Yes. And then you're volunteering to help out with Teen Challenge. That's entirely correct. Okay. A lot of people have been befuddled by that. Oh, okay. And so you just you saw through it right away. That was well, very well done. I went to college. You, it, Congratulations yes. on that. Yeah. It's great to get a diploma, but yes. I, I got a degree in deciphering where people are working. I'm <laughs> smart. <laughs> we... Uh, we always appreciate that, but yes, the day job is in radio, Okay. And so I, I host a show and get to talk with a lot of the folks that are here. Lauren Daigle was a recent guest, and I was just reflecting what you were saying earlier about listening to the artists live, and mm-hmm. my word, they actually sound like the recordings. Right? That's not always... Isn't that nice? Lauren's great, too. Oh, yeah. Lauren and Danae are actually really good friends. Oh, that's great. That's great. I heart her and she hearts me. You That's know? tremendous. But it's true because the artists really do sound great on stage. There's a couple times you can tell that maybe some of the uh, people on stage might not be in the microphone. Like the their mics aren't actually yep. live and it's like backup. Yeah. Uh-huh. I've seen that happen a couple times where someone stepped up and started singing into the mic and nothing came through. And one one time he, he like looked over and noticed that nobody else was none of the backup guys were singing, so he just kind of faded back and just kept playing his <laughs> guitar. You know. <laughs> So, but the leads, they're all up there just wailing it. Yeah. Yeah. I, during the Periscope of Lauren Daigle, um, it was really, my camera was only able to pick up the beam of light. So the whole entire time, it just looks like a beam of light is singing because you can't even <laughs> see her inside this like big triangle right? of light. Yeah. But it's still okay. But you're having a good time. Oh, absolutely. Do you have any good stories? Yeah. Any good stories? Oh, oh, you know, I think something weird did happen. Mm-hmm. I'm it sure it did. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure there have been many weird things that have happened this week. <laughs> there have been a number of odd things. We were at the Mixer, of course, uh-huh. the CMB uh, like Mixer last night. Yeah. 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 The chance to meet all the artists, and they're all up in a line. And uh, Chris August, who you're probably friends with as well. <laughs> you know Chris. No. Chris tried to hold my hand just about five minutes ago. That's beautiful. We did invite Chris to come up and chat with us. He was busy. One never knows, though. <laughs> right. true. Well, I appreciated what he had to say at the mixer last night because it is this sort of intriguing scenario where you're packed into a room that wasn't designed to accommodate all the people that are in the room, mm-hmm. and then you've got the the human-induced heat going on, and right. you're in lines to meet famous people. And that, and that event is the worst with that. I yeah. mean, it is everybody's milling around, and the energy is high and creating humidity, yeah. Yeah, so the introverts among us, and you, you claimed that earlier, mm-hmm. uh, it's interesting to see how we behave in a scenario like that, but Chris, I found him alongside the wall, and I was like, how you doing, man? And he said something to the effect of, I'm okay. I don't really know what to do with these kind of things. I kind of shuffle around, and then after right. after I get done, I go by sit by myself in my room for an hour just to kind of recharge. Right. Which I thought was cool. It humanizes them, you know? Yeah. They're they are people. humans. That they is are. not just a rumor. Most of them. That is Certainly not some of them are just robots. a rumor. <laughs> Certainly some of them are mechanical <laughs> beings. Not just a rumor. There's no way there are that many talented humans in this planet. I did start talking to people like robots yesterday. Just for like, fun? Just for fun. Just to see what would happen. Do I mean, obviously, you have to give us an example. Everyone, we are now going this way. Please, we would like to go in and eat now. So you just don't get the full effect on the audio. Yeah. You know, you've got I, the I actually, arms. I do the arm thing. You get the whole action yeah. going. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I am not a robot. No. I am not a clone. No, that's triple E. Do you know Tripoli? I know that guy. I had the chance to interview him. Did yes. you really? What a delightful human Trip's being. Trip's great. Really? Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, I'd love to yeah. meet him someday. Yeah, he's, absolutely. He's fantastic. We do a, a segment called the New Music Digest where oh, great. we sit down, we listen to some albums, and when we played Tripoli's song, we both just were like, what? Yeah. When, when Robot came on, that was fantastic. Yeah, it's a great song. Somebody says it mentioned Speaking they, of, they finished the first season of Mr. Robot. Monstrix, welcome to the chat. You guys, yeah. it's been really fun because as people join us in the chats when we do these live, they're all catching each other up on what they've missed. Uh-huh. Um, they're talking about their lunch a little bit ago. Yeah, it, it's fantastic. What, so, um, Frowny Face from Monstrix on his thoughts of Mr. Robot's final ending. So maybe we should shift into some pop culture. With that as our segue. Yeah, but I, I want to get back to Teen, Teen Challenge in a bit. 
in okay. a bit, but we'll shift the pop culture maybe for a little bit since what we I've been rejected. I'm hey, listen, back now. I'm just trying to have a plan. I'll just be over here. I'm just trying to have a plan and do the plan. That's all I'm saying. You're the one that wanted to talk about. You're the one that wanted to talk about Alias. Don't wanna be. Ryan, did you ever watch Alias back in oh, the day? Oh yes, it's very mysterious. Yeah, it's a fun show. Danae is just now watching it. It's true. Oh. I never, I never watched it when it was on television. So I see. Danae, I see. tell us a little bit about. Your oh, we are talking pop culture. Yes, now. that's what I was saying. We're talking nice. pop culture. Now. Was, hey, it's, hey it's our friend. Hello. Oh, we're live on a podcast right now. You want to come say hi to our audience? I do. Lori, okay. you should come say hi. Oh, that's so kind. Say hello. We're Lori, live. Come, hello. Tell, come tell our audience how amazing we are. Amazing. <laughs> I sat with these people this morning, and they are amazing. Aw, I'm thanks. a fan. Do you remember we are talking about our podcast, right? Right. Well, we're live right so now. We're live on right our now. Podcast. We've got our people hanging out in the chat. Okay. And uh, so... I just got really nervous. Did you? Oh, did you? That's <laughs> exciting. Well, uh, we were talking about some of our highlights of the... Of this conference so far. Do you have any awkward moments or highlights? Anything yeah, good said? stories. Any, any good stories. Story oh, awkward moment was walking into the lunch we just did because all the tables were full. It was this group of people that were all supposed to be in the same industry and everything. And uh-huh. I walk in with my plate late. Right. And I feel like a kid who walked into the lunchroom in junior high. That was my awkward moment. Oh. And, and I'm sort of really never grow shy. out of that, do we? No. No, no. We always want a place to sit. Right. And like people do accept and us and to belong and all that stuff. It's yeah. really, it's just a human thing. Yeah. Are you gonna go? Are you gonna go relax for a little bit? I am. Recharge. I am. Well, thanks for coming nice. over. Yeah. It's good to see you. You too. Thanks Enjoy for it. including me. Yeah, yeah, no problem. You're you're famous now. Everybody loves yes. you. Oh, they're all clapping for you. They love you. Ryan, uh, why did you leave? Because he knew. I'm not gone. He's oh, still you're here still here. You're just, you're just a little bit. Here. You're just a little yeah. bit away. Okay. Yeah. All right. When when we need you. Absolutely. I'm here. All right. <laughs> good. Good. All right. True. So we lost our third. Alias. Yes. I'm. I've been disappointed in it. And Ryan, if you want to hop in again, you just let us know. I'm disappointed. I'm into the final season now. Uh huh. And it has lost so much energy. Right. Like it's really. Every single episode, it seems to just... It's, something else is gone. Something else is gone. They they used to have these kind of gimmick-type things that they would do. You know, like... Right. Or, you know, the show at the very beginning was all about the missions and things like that. And then they've added in relationships. And it got complicated. And But now they've added even more people into it. And I don't know if they're trying to think that maybe they're going to take it into more seasons with new people kind of giving it a freshness. Mm-hmm. But they should have just stuck to what they were doing. You know, like, uh, Bradley Cooper has not come back. Right. Uh, so I have no idea where he is or if he's going to even make an appearance before the end. Then they brought in Nadia, which is his sister. Mm-hmm. She's now gone. Right. Um, so the only... Oh, man, I'm just remembering all these names. I haven't watched it in so long. So the only people that are still there is Sid, who is now pregnant and doesn't have a man because he was killed. And she's not even doing the missions anymore, really. Mm-hmm. Um, so they brought... Isn't it like Rimbaldi's baby or something? Are you, did you just reveal something? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I was just being silly because everything is Rimbaldi in that show. Yeah, well, not in the season. There's hardly any really? talk of Rimbaldi. Huh. Now it's all like yeah, another SD6 or another SD organization kind of like is still out there like Hydra or something. Uh, Brent makes a great point. Sark could have been such a pivotal character in that show. I totally agree. I agree with that too. Sark came in like and had this huge energy to his character and then they just didn't go anywhere with it. Yeah, it was. It's, it's. It is mishandled. That's another really great way to put it. Everything just seems like, I don't know. It's really sad. Yeah. It, it, it's really sad. And and what makes it even sadder is that it's so. At this point, it's already finished up. Everything's mm-hmm. pretty much done. So I know there's only so many more episodes until this is finished. Right. And I'm in the final season, and I know that most people, like nine out of ten, have said that they were really disappointed. Yeah. So I don't have high expectations for this going anywhere. At this point, I'm just watching it just to see it through to the end. It's kind of like a bad, you know, series of books. You just keep yeah. reading them because you, you've already read them. So it's kind of I'm You're at that point invested. I got that yeah. way with the X Files uh, back in the day. Uh, lot really lost itself during those last couple seasons. You know, lost both its main characters eventually, and so I'm excited to see it come back with Mulder and Scully and all that. But well, something else that's happening in pop culture, too, is um, we have two new episodes that I haven't been able to watch since we've been at the conference. One is the So You Think You Can Dance finale. Uh-huh. I haven't watched it yet, so no spoilers in the chat. And there's MasterChef. Um, no, I want to so talk. Okay, <clears throat> this is good. I've got some new episodes I'm supposed to watch, but I haven't, I haven't yet, so. 
Uh, Brent says he hates to burst your bubble, but Alias doesn't end well. Yeah. <laughs> and I wonder what that means. And I'm going to find out what it doesn't end well means. Like, do they just throw every... Like, I don't know what that means just yet. Yeah. Either... either I don't know. We'll see. I'll, I'll definitely give an update, though, because I'm going to keep power watching those. Cool. What was I talking about before Brent drew us back to uh, Alias? Oh, so, so you think you can dance. Yeah. Okay, so I love So You Think You Can Dance for kind of the core of what it does. I was really disappointed with their judging choice this year to go to consistent oh, judges. Awful. Number one, I liked that they rotated judges. Me number too. number two, I liked the judges that they rotated through. And to just put yep. Paula Abdul on there She's and even awful. Chris Derulo. Also just, awful. Now he is not as bad, but he has zero personality. Right. And Paula's personality makes me feel awkward. Which, it takes a lot to make me feel awkward, but so I, she makes me feel very awkward. So I mentioned it because early on in the season you said, I don't even think I'm going to watch. I can't even watch because Paula's on I there. skip ahead. So you just skip through. When we're at any judging, I do sometimes watch, like after maybe a dance I really enjoyed, mm-hmm. and I'm kind of curious uh, as to what the judges' responses are going to be. And it just, it feels so flat. So I'm really hoping, first of all, that they do something with hip-hop again next year. Did you, I was going to ask that. Did you like the street? Because what they did, in case you don't watch the show, um, they did a street versus stage season this year. So they had like Twitch, you know, have the street team, which I always laugh when I say that because street team is a marketing thing. And then they have, um, who's doing the the stage team? I don't remember his name. Why can I? But he has Travis? blonde hair. Travis. Travis? Sorry. Yeah, blonde hair, blue eyes. Um, so handsome. So did you like that? Did you like that that gimmick of having them compete? What I liked about it is that it's keeping in the hip-hop genre longer because usually in the competition you've got your more, you know, you've got the stage that'll... Well, we saw that last year. Last year they didn't even take Yaya, and she was incredible. Yeah. And now we're seeing her. Be, she's able to be on the show this year. She's my favorite. I want her to win. Uh, we're seeing Yaya now, and she is so adaptable and she can do these other dances and but she, and she's fantastic and the reason that she's been able to stick in uh, as long potentially is because she's on the street side so I do like that they did that um, it did change the dynamic of the show and I wish that they wouldn't have changed the judges at the same time because I can't tell if the pacing is that I don't like the judges or I don't like street versus stage but I think it's the judges. I really do I think, think it's, that the, it's judges. the judges. And I think the show always sees its stride once they go to the All-Stars. I thought the All-Star but idea they was... they barely did that. I know. They I know. barely did I think they should do All-Stars right from the beginning. And I think... Because I agree with you completely. I really do. I love when the All-Stars come on. It really elevates the person. It brings them to another level. Right. Um, and I think that's needed on this show, uh, especially because a, a lot of the hip-hop, they can't do as much in these contemporary pieces, I, I think that they may need to change around how how the dances are divvied out. Uh, there's there's some there's some more tweaks to do, and I think that they're reaching for something, and I, I always love it when a show is willing to change something up and do something different. And I want... There was one year where they did something in the voting, and the first episode where they eliminated somebody, they did it at the beginning of the show. They told the person at the beginning of the show. And then they still had to dance with their partner. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that. And they got huge flack for that. Huge flack for that. And they changed it up. And the next episode, um, he said, you know, we made a mistake. We've made a we made a wrong call. And they they and so I think that I like that they're willing to do that. Oh yeah, and they're brave enough to do it. They're absolutely brave enough to do it. Yeah, um, it's so. just watching it happen. Yeah, so cool. you might be hearing more excitement in the background. Looks like a sessions and lunch. Just That's just ended, our friend John. So it's just our he's friend just John. Saying, he's just saying hi to people. So it's a really um, because they they will change things up when it needs to happen. I think that they that they will change it up. But I would have hoped that they would have gone ahead and booted Paula by now. Right. I, I there's got to be do that. there's got to be a no strong way they would contract. do that. No, Absolutely not now. No not now. It's Uh-oh. too late. It's Uh-oh. too late. I'm watching something happen. Right. When are we going to talk about Teen Challenge? Do you have to be somewhere? I mean, I think we're supposed to go back to our booth and speak to human beings. Uh, uh, what are but we? There's human, be- there's, there's, yeah, there's human beings there's right here. No, that wasn't, that wasn't meant to say that there were uh-huh. human beings on the other end, because I know there are. Uh-huh. you got to do your job. I, I, can, I can see just by encountering you Everyone, how human beings would be drawn. If you could tell one person about Teen Challenge and where to go to find more information, what would you say? Yes, absolutely. That's an excellent. TeenChallenge.com. 
is the place to go. And then you can just Google Teen Challenge, of course. There are locations all across the country. If you know anybody who's struggling with an addiction, it's a great organization. And it brings hope not just from addiction, but hope in Jesus, which is something that is just incalculable. So Perfect. thank thanks, you so much Ryan. for your time. Thanks. Thanks. No, thanks for being on, man. You're Tell the your best. sleeping friend that we miss him already. Yes. I will. <laughs> he was just like our mascot over there, and now he's gone. Getting some new people in the chat. For those who are able to join us live, thank you so much. Let's just take a quick moment before we transition and keep going into whatever's next to uh-huh. thank our sure. Patreon peoples. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, thank you so much for being on Patreon. All right. Where are we going now? I'm just kidding. No, really, genuinely, thank you for your support. Uh, buck or two a month helps us out, keeps us doing what we're doing, allows us to be able to be here and doing this in many ways. That's right. So. We are able to go live from Orlando with you all mm-hmm. because you support the show. So thank you guys. Um, if you would like to give, go to AaronAndDenae.com, click on Patreon, and you'll see our next goals where we will go live three days a week. And we've gotten a lot of really great feedback about our podcast over here. Actually, um, one of the cool things that's happening here at the conference is a lot of information coming out about the importance of podcasting. I think it said 46 million people download podcasts. Yeah, I was in the last session. And... We've been talking about podcasting with our peers here in the radio industry and talking about the importance of podcasts and they hit a different type of people. They've got a different leg that they're valuable and people like to listen to longer form conversations. And so we're kind of on the breaking edge of that. I mean, people really in our industry are not doing what we're doing. Um, As Ida says, it's on demand. It's available. It's exciting. So it's really cool to to watch uh, somebody who's a very respected speaker get up and talk about the importance of that. So um, anyhow, thank you guys for making it possible. And thank you for being here. We actually talked about our live audience and that people tune in, whether they're able to join in the chat or uh, just listen from, you know, Mixler or listen from our website or whatever, you know, that there's just such an interesting culture that we're able, that we are, you guys know, we're so passionate about you guys and we're so passionate about what we do. That's why we do this. And yeah, so. and checking, checking in with you on Periscopes and it's all, it's all content and it's either streaming content or it's on demand content. And we like to provide both to you just kind of, you know, talk about stuff that we like. So because of your passion, we've been able to really chat with more people about it. And so uh, there's going to be more exciting things happening on the horizon. We've actually had a couple people show interest in sponsoring our podcast and possibly helping us to launch into our third day week even sooner than expected. So, uh, But if you would like to consider giving any amount of support to us every month, please consider doing that at patreon.com. And now we'll jump right back into some pop culture. Okay, so I, I had one extra, uh, one more thought on So You Think You Can Dance that I wanted to ask you. The dancing this year, have you felt as moved in as many dances this year as you have in past seasons? No, I really haven't. Um, and that's bothered me a lot. I haven't. And I, I'm wondering if it's the, um, the choreographers this year. Well, some of them are the same. But but the ones that they bring back, I feel something during. Oh, that's true. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they kind of have just people that kind of circle through. And I know they can't keep the same people all the time. Like, I know that people have, you know, they've got lives. Or they'll get launched from the show. Um, but I haven't really had zinger moments. What I do feel more this year than ever is the pressure of production. They pack in so much stuff to these shows that they only have a little bit of time to really just stop and enjoy. And it's just, you can tell that these contestants are just running ragged right. from the beginning to the end. And it's for like, oh, someone's here and happy birthday. Can you guys hear that? You can tell it's a music conference. <laughs> there was like four part harmony on that. That's hilarious. That was amazing. Um, so no, I haven't really felt, and I don't see. That's what I felt too, and yeah. I wondered if you felt the same way. I just haven't connected to as many of the dances. The only one that I really feel a connection to is Yaya, to be honest. Yeah, to the dancers, sure. No, I'm talking about. There's a couple of times that her dances have really moved me. I've but don't like, you think it's because you're connected to her? Yeah. 
I, I think, think she's so pulling. I think she's pulling up. But the dances just seem to be subpar compared to other years. And who knows why? I think there's a lot of stuff happening in the staff and in the environment that's really hindering the show. That's yeah. that's my assumption. But that's what it feels it's, like. It's difficult to know for sure. Um, the other shows that I'm watching right now, you know, Master Chef, things like that. Those are all pretty basic, pretty normal. Nothing really different there. Um, I don't know if there's cake for the birthday person. That question came up in chat. I'll let them eat cake. If so, I'll see you guys later. All right. So, here's what I wanted to do for our next topic. I wanted to talk a little bit about movies that are coming up in the fall, and I wanted to throw them at Danae with a brief description, and then you tell us if it's something you would be interested in seeing or not. Okay. So, these are like movies that a lot of there's a lot of buzz about that are coming up. In the next couple months, so not even the Christmas movies. Like there's okay. like Star Wars and all that stuff coming up, you know, Christmas time. Okay. But these are like September, October releases. Okay. You ready? Yes. All right. First up, and I'll ask you two questions about each one, all right? Okay. First up is Black Mass. Now, the first question is, may I ask you three questions? Okay, okay. First question is, do you know what this movie is? No. Black Mass. Have no. you ever heard of it? No. Okay. Now, the second question is, you tell me without knowing what this movie is what you think the movie is. This is a space movie. Okay, this is a space movie. This is a movie that is about um, uh, astronauts. Thanks, <laughs> I think we could have assumed that uh, when you said on, you thought on. it was a space movie. Hold on, astronauts. Tell us the story. Who's the main character? In space. Arnold is the okay, Arnold, main guy. Okay, Arnold's the astronaut. And what yeah. does he do? He goes to space. And he finds out that he has to solve the riddle of the black mass. Okay. Um, which is in the distance somewhere, um, you know, in space. <laughs> How am I doing? <laughs> You're doing all right. So what happens when he goes to space to, to solve the riddle of the black mass? I'm curious. Oh, oh he dies. You, yeah, I was going to say, you can do spoilers. It's terrible. That's fine. It's terrible. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I think I think he thought that he was gonna figure it out, but you know, masses of black. It's just it's complicated because once you get close and you you can't see because mm-hmm. it's just it's dark. How did he die though? He well, stumbled. He tripped over something because it's can't so dark. Trip in space. <laughs> sure you can. No, 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 no. He he is probably you know he did he was possessed by. The black mass, which is actually intelligent. Oh, okay. And so he's technically still living, however, has been absorbed by it, the okay. black mass. And, so and is it like the Borg or something? Yeah, kind of, but less or mechanical. Or the black oil in X-Files? It's, yeah. He's sort of like an oil slick now. Okay. And um, that's... That's what, that's, that's what, what is this movie really? Humberto said you don't have to worry about spoilers because there are no helicopters in space. (laughs) We know if there's a helicopter, that means action movie. That's what we know. I know. Black Mass stars Johnny Depp as Whitey Bulger, the gangster, and it's the story of his life. It's kind of a, um, you know, biopic about him and how awful he was as a Whoa. gangster. And, yeah. So it's a gangster flick? It's a gangster flick, but a real-life gangster wow. flick about this real now, person. I do remember scanning an article, and it said something about Johnny Depp's next major film getting a lot of really good he feedback. He is getting major buzz for his performance, which I'm glad to see because he's done so many of these quirky roles that fit him very well, but at a time, you know, at some point you kind of go... Where's the serious chops? Because I've seen him do that before. You know, I want to see him like dig into something like seriously. So you're saying that I was way off? <laughs> Just a little bit. All right. So, well, no, we did not meet Johnny Depp. No, that was Jordan Feliz. See. Jordan Feliz, though, looking a lot like Johnny Depp. Yeah, he does. Just, just an FYI. And we do have uh, a picture of us with uh, with Johnny Depp slash Jordan Feliz. Yeah, I'm sure did we'll you put post up. it on Instagram I have or not posted Twitter? I, well, I posted the one with me and on the guys Instagram. on Instagram. Yeah, you can see that. And then we've got one with both of us that we can post later as well. All right, All right so now, what's the next movie? Here's the third question. Oh, now. third question. Are you interested in seeing it now knowing what it is? Um, okay, this is a trick question, and every time you ask it, it's going to be tricky. Yes. I don't like seeing movies. Right. Beyond that, like, you know, just... Will I go see it because you guys want me to? Yeah. Okay. All right. 
Let's see. Will I go if I'm paid? For sure. I guess the question then, because you're right, you don't like going to movies. No, I don't. So the question then becomes, is there anything that sparks your interest about that story? No. Like, let's say it were a book. No. Okay. Does that make sense to ask it that way? Like, if it were a book, would you want to read it? If it were a TV show, would you want to watch it? No. Okay. If it were a song, would you want to listen to it? No. I want to go to sleep. I want to take a nap. (laughs) That's always priority number one. Actually, priority number one is connecting with my friends and having conversations. Everything else takes a back seat. <laughs> our, commenter, our commenters are um, denying that it wasn't Johnny Depp. <laughs> and Bruno's like, no, it was Johnny Depp, period. Smart night the same way. And they say evidence on Periscope. Yeah, yeah, it's true. All right, next one. The movie is Everest. Oh, no, I don't want to see this movie. I know exactly what it is because I have had to um, endure several previews at this point. Okay, so what is it? Even though I try not to look at the previews, this one I've seen now three times in an IMAX movie. Uh And so um, I've got the IMAX movie thing going on and it's taking up my entire vision and it's a very loud... This is a story of people who go to Mount Everest Uh and the greatest storm of all times hits and how they're separated from the pack and they have to survive. Yeah. Yeah. And that doesn't interest you. Like that story of survival. It's a true story of survival. Listen, I'm going to embrace my reality. Uh-huh. I don't enjoy going to see that. Okay. Like I, I just like, I like dancing shows and cooking shows and just, <laughs> you know, just like stuff like that. I just don't, I don't know. Do you remember who's in it? I was trying to think if I could remember who's who's in it. I don't have the notes in front of me. I wonder um, if I'll ever change. Oh, it's Jake change. Gyllenhaal. I wonder if I'll Jake ever Gyllenhaal change. Jake Gyllenhaal is amazing. Like, like his last few performances I, have been incredible. I don't, know, I don't know if there's something wrong with me. Like, I know there's other people who don't enjoy going to movies and mm-hmm. stuff, but, uh Like, I wonder if it will change. I wonder if it'll get better for me. I don't know. But here, here's what happens. Now that I've seen the preview, I've already seen the movie. You well, know? that's... And I, I just, agree with you. Yeah. I, I can't help it, because now I go to and see And you're movies. mad at that one, because it has these silences that appear out of nowhere in it, and all oh. of a sudden you're yelling in the in the theater, because you're trying to talk during that's the preview. That's happened three times. <laughs> it's happened just, several times. And then, and then complete silence. Cuts out. And then the sound again. Blah, <laughs> silence. And right in that silence, I'm like, did you get any Mentos? Huh? Is there butter in that popcorn? <laughs> Everybody in the theater. I'm so thirsty. All right. All right. Uh, oh, I, for one, am really interested in that one. That why? one, by the way, is out. Why? It looks amazing. Like, the performances, the names in that movie okay. are all great actors. I forget about the whole acting aspect. Yeah. You know, wanting like, to they're going to tell me an amazing story. I really believe they're going to tell me an amazing story. All right. Maybe, uh, maybe I will like it. We'll see. Next up, Steve Jobs. Do you have any idea what that might be about? Well, I probably the rise and fall of the market as it relates to people procuring jobs and or career positions. That are named Steve. That are run by a man named Steve. (laughs) How'd I do? Ever. Right. You walk in, it's like, this is this is Steven Johnson. No, I do have a question. Is this the one where, um, well, I know it's, so Steve Jobs, Apple. But right, right, right. Where Ashton Kutcher? No, that one already, came, that came out a while a couple back, years right? ago. Yeah, okay, because yeah. I didn't know if they just delayed it and then they fixed it. Nope. Okay, no. Okay. And that one wasn't, I liked that, I actually liked that one more so than most people. So why are we doing another great. movie on Steve Jobs? I guess they, I, because people will go see it, I guess. And this one has a bigger pedigree. Do you know what I mean when I say pedigree? It's like the director is, you know, more well-known and the actors, and so they feel like they can get Oscars with this. Michael Fassbender, I think, is playing Steve Jobs, and they feel like they can, they can do it. So, I don't know. All three of these so far, by the way, are I, big Oscar contenders. But I, I'm just not sure that I understand why Steve Jobs' story is so interesting to go watch. And I, I, and that's just in general. And, 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 you don't mean movie wise. You just mean why people are so general. fascinated with and his this life. And this is this is complete. You know, and I'll, I'll, I just don't know a lot about him, and I have not done proactive research to find out more about why people are curious about his life or what is being highlighted. And I think, you know, it's just like okay, well, there's this massive company that had a lot of success and influence in the digital culture, and I understand, I understand that, but. 
it was a team of people that did that, not just Steve Jobs. So I'm wondering why is Steve Jobs getting... It, I mean, I guess it's kind of like a, a movie that's about like an artist. Where yeah, but, but to hear people talk about him, it was like it was just him. Like, he was such a dominating force that, you know, he used people to create his stuff. So he like, was bad? He's a bad guy? Well, that's what I've... I mean, I've heard he's a very dominating person and very, you know... Huh. And was not nice to people and... So is he kind of like a mobster? In some ways, yeah. What if there was a Johnny Depp, Steve Jobs mashup movie? Black Mass? Apple Mass? Steve Mass? Steve Mass. No. Uh, uh, no. No. I got nothing else. <laughs> All right. I don't know that I would want to see that one. Okay. Again, I go see them because we will review them, but... Right. Next up, The Martian. I am guessing this is a space movie. I think that's probably a good idea. People going to space. Uh-huh. There's astronauts. Uh-huh. Probably, uh, probably a spaceship. Good, good. Potentially green with antennae. You think there'll be green people with antenna? I don't know. But what, do you, what, do you, what is The Martian about? All right. It's about a cat. A cat? Nice. Yes. The Martian will be about a cat. And what happens to this cat? A really bad hairball. Okay. Sends him on an adventure into the woods where he is then captured by a team of baboons. Okay. Who adopt him <coughs> as a squirrel hunter where the cat then befriends the squirrels and begins to work together. Baboon, squirrel, and Like cat. a double agent between the baboons and the squirrels. Very alias. I was unaware of baboons. We're interested in squirrels. Well, that's part of the interest of this movie. Oh. Yeah. Into the secret squirrel-craving life of a baboon. All done with GoPro cameras attached to real animals. I like it. Yeah. And this is called The Martian. Yes. Because the cat really is out of his element there. You're understanding. He, he is a Martian in you this baboon now. world. That is how. Trying to go get these squirrels and then befriend them as well. Into the woods. So I feel like we need a really strong squirrel character and a really strong baboon character who love their people, but also know it's important to have peace among the tribes. And they're the two that come together with the cat, the three of them, to make it happen in the end. That's better than what it really is. It's just about food. (laughs) You know? Food and like, shelter. Is this like how I send my boys to go get the re- remote control when I don't have it? Like, they're, yeah. just, they're just my little creatures to go fetch me things? Yes. Nice. Yes, it's all fascinating, though. Um, no. No, that's that's nowhere near. The Martian is um, Matt Damon, and he gets left on Mars. They think he, that's terrible. They think he died, but he didn't, and his team leaves him behind. Okay, let me ask you a question. Do you think that space rescue movies have just gotten a little out of control since... Um, gravity. I don't know. There's it's not like Gravity was the first space rescue movie. Yeah, but it seems like there's a lot more now. Yeah. There is something about... I think that they're... I think that they're um, preparing us for the reality of trying to go live on other planets. And they're trying to begin to help to prepare us for the mental reality of what it takes to survive in space and how yeah. dangerous it is. Could be. Could be. I think this. I think this may be one of the biggest movies of the year. I did happen to see a partial preview on this one as well, which again, I wish I didn't, but I did, and it did look interesting. It did. It did look interesting. Um, I think I would prefer, for some reason, that over Everest. Yeah. But I'm not sure why. Because uh, they're both kind of survival, really. Uh, Ridley Scott directed this and Spartan Eye mentions he hasn't made a good movie in a long long time so I don't know it'll be interesting to see but I love Matt Damon I'm I more, he does I, great work I get a little worried about um, space movies though mm-hmm. so we'll see maybe it'll go well we'll see alright uh, and the final one Bridge of Spies Bridge of Spies have you heard of this movie? well Spies is a famous river Okay, the Spies River. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the bridge of Spies being the bridge of the river. So mm-hmm. this is all about the stories that transpire from the people who have to go across this bridge. Okay. And the different stories that carry 
over the bridge and the symbolism of this oh, bridge. So it's kind of like telling several different stories of what happens on this crossing way. I'm doing such a good job that Spartanite says, I can't wait for Bridge of Spies. <laughs> and I'm sure that he's talking about this movie that I'm describing. Okay, now really, what is it? So the next thing he yelled is Tom Hanks. In oh, chat. I love Tom Hanks. Okay, so here's the so three things you need to know about Bridge of Spies or that most movie lovers will need to know. Uh, number one, starring Tom Hanks. I'm in. Number two, directed by Steven Spielberg. I think I'm in. And number three, written by the Coen brothers. I'm in. So this could be an an absolutely (gasps) You guys, a super treat for us. Our most friendly, most amazing consultant is here. Chuck Finney is with us. Hey, Chuck. Hugs are happening. Hugs are happening. So, hey, good to have you. Welcome to the show. This Thanks. is our live podcast. Sweet. So we're like we're, we're a live broadcast. We got people in the chat. We're live right now, broadcasting to the internet. Excellent. So yeah, just Isn't having nice a good time. We're talking know, to pop culture. You said that you wanted to be on the radio again someday. Right. Well, here here's you your are. chance. Okay. You've Thank got a you. microphone and an audience. <laughs> Thank and you very much. What do you have to say? Uh, what do I have to say? Oh yeah. What is what is itching to to you, get out into the world? You want something deep or shallow? I yes. want something that is you. There's free coffee downstairs. Ooh. <laughs> there you go. That is both deep that and shallow. That is both deep and shallow. Yeah. yeah, depending on the size of your cup. <laughs> you right. See, you see what I did there? I do see what you did there. <laughs> so, that so was funny. very good. Yes. Are you having a good time? I'm having a great time. Any great stories from this week? Like, you know, interactions or, you know, I awkward could, moments that you've had or anything from this week that, that I people could find? listen to Mike Weaver saying redeemed oh. for about two weeks. Yeah. 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 That's what we were talking about. Just the the talent on display, right. time after time after time, and just we were talking about stars go dim this morning, and just oh man, oh yeah, unbelievable stuff. Yeah. So that yeah. was good. Yeah, that was good. That's well, cool. so we're you heading off and keeping meetings and all that kind of fun stuff. I, I will. I'm going to surprise the folks downstairs uh-huh. in about ten minutes by showing up in shorts. No Whoa. way. Yeah. Now, if you don't know, I've only really ever seen Chuck in a sport jacket. What's going to happen? So, I don't know. Do you think people are going to just fall over? <laughs> I'm, I'm seeing fainting happen. Happening. Ten minutes. Well, our podcast will be ending in about ten minutes. So, so we'll, we'll be there. To, we'll be, we will be there to witness. All right. We can Chuck make the announcement shorts. as you go down the stairs. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> can Everyone, can around. we have your attention, please? <laughs> Chuck Finney making an appearance. Yep. Sans pants. Make, making an appearance. <laughs> Chuck Finney's knees, everybody. These are Chuck Finney's knees. Yeah. Thanks for popping down. Yeah. Thank you. And Thanks saying hello up. to everybody. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. Thanks. You'll be good. We're, we're working Look on. Look at it. them all. They're saying hi to Chuck. That's everybody nice. says hi, Chuck. Hi guys. <laughs> that was a treat. I know. I love that man. That guy is one of the main reasons that we are experiencing. A level of support and success in what we're doing, both in radio and podcasting. He is incredible. Uh, that's Finney Media. If you guys want to go check out his website, Finney Media. Yep. Nice he snap. and his team, they're fantastic. Absolutely. Um, yeah, so I feel like we shortchanged Bridger Spies just a little bit because of Chuck. Well, Chuck's more important than I Tom Hanks. I know, and he was walking by. I totally, I totally you get You heard it here first. Chuck Finney, more important than Tom Hanks. I met Tom Hanks once. Have I told this story? I don't remember. Is this when you went to the scene? My very the... first award show. Yeah. Uh, Tom was there, and he was sitting at his table, and he was one of the first one guys. And I have the picture, and I walked up to him, and I was doing awkward selfies with celebrities before selfies were even like a cultural thing. And so I went up to Tom, and I said, hey, can I take an awkward selfie with you? And he got it immediately. Like everybody else I went up to, they were like, well, well like Sandra Bullock, when I did hers, she was like, well, it doesn't have to be awkward. We, we can just do a regular stuff. I'm like, no, that's kind of the point. And so, you know, I make an awkward face or whatever, and Tom made an awkward face with me, and it was so funny. And he was looking at the picture afterwards, and he said uh, something I'll never forget, he, in, because it's so relatable. He just said, man, I'm looking like my dad more and more every day. And I just thought, that's something I think. You know, I'll look in the mirror, and I'll be like, man, this is, this is what I remember my dad looking like, you know, when I was growing up yeah, or whatever. I and look see- more and more like my dad every day, too. <laughs> you shush. You know how? Chin hair. (laughs) (laughs) Tom Hanks is the best. He absolutely is the best. He's so personable. First movie I remember seeing Tom Hanks in was big. Yeah? Yeah. I'm trying to think the first Tom Hanks movie I saw, and I can't can't remember. It might have been Apollo 13. 
It might have been. Speaking of space movies, it might have been Apollo 13. So, Bridge of Spies, starring Tom Hanks, directed by Steven Spielberg, and written by the Coen brothers. That's all I need. I'm in. It may be one of my favorite movies ever. But what is it about? It doesn't even matter. Just tell go. me a story. Just go. Just, I'm going to go. You tell me a story, and I can't wait to hear it. Okay. Well. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, here's a question for you. Okay. Did you happen to prepare a buried treasure? Prepare? <laughs> buried treasure? Okay, I didn't either. No, no. I didn't either. I do, but... I do have something to add to that, though. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. So, I wanted to let you guys know this very exciting thing happened to me. I was at the store, and they had a sale on gift cards. So, they had four different kinds of gift cards, and it was like a $15 gift card for twelve fifty. So, it's just a couple bucks off. And then they had a section that said Google gift cards uh, for $10. Right. And it was a $25 gift card in the, the pocket. So I grabbed them. I took them to the front and I said, hey, um, there's a sale on gift cards over here. And these say $10. Is that, e- can I buy them? 50 e- Can I buy them? Yeah. And so for 20 bucks, I got $50 worth of uh, Google Play, which is where I buy my apps. And so I got really excited because I'm going to use that money to go towards um, testing uh, games that I normally wouldn't go and test right. because I don't like to spend money on an app that I then turn around and don't enjoy. So I wanted to say, if you guys have any suggestions for games that you want to be reviewed on our pop culture podcast, um, I do now have 50 bucks that I can kind of put into the segment. And I'm really excited about it because my favorite... Um, like as far as pop pop culture goes, you know, movies aren't my number one pop culture, but I do like to game. I like playing games, and I like to review those types of things. So I'm really looking forward to adding that into kind of what I can bring to this segment. Yeah. So if you have any, uh, Brenton says Clash of Clans. Oh, we can review Clash of Clans. Yes, we, we can. We both now clash. In fact, quite a bit. We should do Clash of Clans because I think. On band, I'm on four or five different Clash of Clan groups, and there's probably, you know, 600 people. Yeah. So we could invite all of them, although... I'm just saying, I'm I'm about ready. <laughs> I'm about ready to be a Town Hall 7, all right? I'm about ready to be Town Hall 9. It's a big deal. Yeah. So we'll review Clash of Clans, and we can re- do other ones. Clash of Clans is actually free to play, so if there's one that's paid, then yeah. I can I can go check it out, so... No, that's good. That's good. I was going to say... Bill, uh, Valiant Hearts and Great The Great War. Okay, I'll go look at those. Beautiful game. Valiant Hearts. Is it all the same one? I'll go look right now. Go ahead, Aaron. I'll look all right. well. No, I was just going to say for our uh, buried treasure at the end of the episode today... <laughs> Sorry. BDG said Clash of Clans 2 Street versus Stage. That just made <laughs> me laugh. That was good. Uh, so, anyhow, I thought we could do a Disney-themed buried treasure something that disney has done that you love that maybe isn't at like the top of you know the people's minds when they think of disney but you really love it and it could be a movie could be a tv show could be anything anything come to mind with that for disney yeah just something disney themed since we're here on site um growing up i watched the mickey mouse club and my mom showed me the original Mickey Mouse Club when I started watching it. She, I think she got a VHS tape or something and showed me like what it originally looked like. And, and then sometimes they would play older episodes on the channel. Yeah. And that's my first experience with really wanting to do entertainment. Oh, interesting. Like, I like you wanted put yourself to be, in the Musketeers I, Oh, yeah. I wanted place. to be those. But I always had a clear understanding of what it would take to do it. And I didn't think that I could get there. Even as a kid? Oh, yeah. Like, you understood. I'd have to go to... I'd have to move. Wow. I would have to... Um, like, I'd have to do things a little bit different. Like, my personality is very vibrant and very, you know... Like, so I have a natural tendency to be in the entertainment world mm-hmm. of some kind. Yeah. Whether it's with friends I like to entertain. I love making people laugh. I love... I don't know. That's like... I thrive in that environment. But I, I, I wanted to be in that group. But I didn't. I didn't want what came with it, and I just knew from a very young age, growing up, that there was so much other junk that comes with it. I didn't know if I wanted that. So it's wow. kind of it's kind of interesting to come around full circle and now be somebody who works in the entertainment field, right? In a different way, where I'm still able to be an entertainer, but it's kind of on my own terms. 
So um, that's one of the first things I think of. And the other is the first time I went to, uh, is it Epcot that has the future? Yeah. And I went in and they had a... It is Epcot that has the future, yes. (laughs) What's it called? I don't know. There's a section The Land of Imagination? Yes, yes. Imagination. Sing it, Aaron. Thank you. And they had this um, Aladdin ride, and they were testing flight simulation, and they were testing um, what's virtual reality. Virtual reality. So they picked me out of the crowd of all these people to go up and do a demonstration. So I actually like mounted this sort of weird mix of like material. Uh Underneath was a machine, but it was like. It wasn't flat like a carpet, but once you got on it, they put the goggles goggles on, and it looked like I was an Agrabah, and I looked down, and there was a magic carpet. I looked at my hands, and they were Mickey Mouse's hands, and they were testing all of that augmented reality, and I got to test it for the first time. That's so cool. I've And, and the fun part was that there was a game involved, and you had to go find Apu. Mm-hmm. So you had to fly around Agrabah, and they had completely created, which at the time was just so crazy to think of. Like, now it's like, of course, you can create, like, digital worlds. You know, now I've played World of Warcraft. It's just, you know, I'm sure it was even more simple than the complexity of World of Warcraft. But, you know, at the, at the time as a child, it was just this fantastic environment. And there was, I'm flying through Agrabah. Was it a fantastic point of view? It was a fantastic, okay. po- just, fantastic point of view. Yeah. Was there no one there to tell no you no? No one to tell Okay, just making no. sure. How about where to go? Where to go. Okay, what about to say Okay, just want to make sure. So, everybody else is flying for Apu. They're going for Apu. They want to win. They mm. want to be in first place. What do I do? Explore. I explore. <laughs> I take that carpet, and I find the edge of the digital map. I go right? out into the desert. Uh-huh. And finally, there's like this person. That, like, And I think they were talking to me the whole time, but I wasn't listening. Danae goes straight for the boundaries. I'm like, She's like how far can I take this thing <laughs> away from my poo? I'm going. I'm like, I'm as high up as you could possibly go looking down at the city. And I'm like, I'm completely immersed in the world. I'm totally gone. They had to call me back. Ah. Uh, player four, player four, uh, we really need you to go back into the city now. I, I don't think we could stop the presentation until I finished it. Nice. So I had to find Apu 2. So I'm l- literally holding up. Is there like an this audience? Massive audience nice. of people. There's probably 120 people packed in oh, this room. Oh, that's classic. And they're all looking down in this like lab where we are in these simulators. It was um, it was hilarious and fantastic, and I will never forget it. I still to this day have like it's like a memory for me being an Agrabah oh, flying man. on a carpet. Wow. So those are I've my those are my that. memories. I've actually played that flying carpet. 3D simulator what? because it's now at Disney Quest. At the <gasps> I big tested Dis- that when I was a kid. Uh, it's at Disney Quest, and I have I've raced my children on that very same thing. Now, are you allowed to go out over the walls? I don't. I didn't. Okay. Yeah, and I remember the, the Mickey hands. I remember everything that you talked about. I tested that. Yeah, and yeah the that's funny, at Disney Quest. The funny thing is, is that you probably can't go over the walls, and it's probably <laughs> because, because of, of me. Day. Nice. <laughs> well, we are. Oh, it's uh, already. Getting, it's already time. I will quickly say somebody mentioned Tomorrowland as an underrated Disney experience, and it's, even though it's recent, I totally agree. Tomorrowland is a great movie and is totally underrated. Guys, t- I would mention before we before we get there for my buried treasure, if you haven't seen Fox and the Hound see it don't what well you'll cry, you'll uh, cry. yes you it's, will cry. it's emotional I, it is one of the most beautiful okay, movies you can go see and it. i just i think it gets buried in a lot of those old movies we are going to be at disney tonight we're going to be walking into disney at night for a night of joy we're going to be riding rides and we may be at studios out. tomorrow uh we are trying our best guys please cross your fingers send us love pray whatever you got to do we're trying to get into universal studios tomorrow yeah. So please, please, please. I was saying send Hollywood Studios. Oh, we're trying to go to Universal tomorrow. Are we? Yes, we are. We are trying our best. Okay. But if we're not, we are going to try to go to Hollywood Studios. So we're still going to be periscoping and hanging out with you guys. Um, so if you have a specific ride that you want us to go see or a character you want us to try to go find, please let us know. We'll do our very best. And once once again, we'll say at Danae says at Aaron Dicer on Periscope. We will continue to check in. We will check in on Mixler a couple times probably too. 
So um, we'll be doing all that as we kind of continue our week. This was fun. Yes. Got a couple drop-in guests yes. and everything. Thanks for rolling with the punches with us. It's been really fun to go live this week. Uh, so I can't believe it's Friday already. I know. We're going to be traveling. Uh, just another reminder, next week on our show, both Tuesday and Friday's show are straight-to-podcast feed shows. Um, we're going to, Aaron's going to be on vacation. He's traveling to the Cayman Islands. Mm-hmm. So he'll be gone out of town. And so we're going to be uh, replaying uh, some really popular episodes from uh, the past. So back old 2012 Shoe the Dough, getting mm-hmm. into our archives and replaying some of those Shoe things with some new updates. So check your podcast feed on Tuesday and Friday. Um, and thank you guys again so much for all your support and how you're able to support us by showing up live, by listening, but most of all, sharing our podcast and sharing what we do with your friends and your fans. The very best way to get the word out that this show exists is by telling people with your mouth. I mean, you could try to use your hands, but gestures for Shoe the Dough are just weird. We <laughs> highly recommend using, using words or possibly even poster board. Poster board works nice. But you you do have to then write on the poster board. So oh, you're going to need a true. pen and paper. Makes sense. So again, verbal verbal reality is probably mm-hmm. the best. That's so. good stuff. All right, guys. Thanks. We will check you out soon. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.